0: I can't believe it's already episode five. No, right? It zips through, I swear. Well, let's get to our ratings news.
1: All right, episode five had a 0.12 in adults, 18 to 49, with 0.368 million viewers, making it the 105th rated cable show for the day. So yes, I am going to blame Fistball.
0: Yes. Although we will have to say, and I think this is probably more on you than me, congratulations to the Houston Astros yes. because they won. You know, you're the Texas guy here. So this is the first year, correct?
1: Yes, first, first win for Houston.
0: So congratulations to the Astros. No, I'm not doing a whole thing like I did for the Cubs. Sorry. That's no, on Steve.
1: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Oklahoma. I'm a Cardinal fan.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Well, we still congratulate them. for the first time. Maybe the Cubs actually did something, and that's why the world's going to shit. Yeah, they broke <laughs> they broke their curse, and now the Astros won the first time ever. Climate change is being said to be real, like yep. right, by all the scientists, and and the world has gone, to, you know, crazy, and we're in the upside down. So yeah, I'm gonna blame Rising the Cubs for that. Coming. I'm gonna blame the Cubs. <laughs> all right, let's jump into episode five of Van Helsing.
1: Alright, save yourself. Vanessa faces off against Sam in a bloody showdown. Dimitri hears news that sends him on a warpath after Vanessa. Flesh, Mohammed, and Lucky take desperate steps to save their lives.
0: I can't help but to think that Sam has gotten even more crazy. Like we thought that was possible.
1: Yeah, there is no doubt
0: about it. It's crazy. Especially when it opens and he's, like, staring at the fingers. And I know, like, serial killers do weird shit, because I just watched Mindhunter and them talking about it, watching shows previously about the stuff that real ser- serial killers have done. But, my God, when they put it on screen, it just seems like it's even more over the top. Right. Even though it's not, really. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Let's let's talk about their little meeting, shall we?
1: Yes. Yeah, Sam's sitting on the edge of the pool when Vanessa finds him. No big deal. Conversation <laughs> between these two are so good.
0: So obviously he can hear now.
1: Yes. There is no doubt in my mind that he can hear. And she sees Felix sitting in his chair in the pool and calls him some choice words. Sam gets up to run, and Vanessa throws her tomahawk at him and hits him in the shoulder.
0: Yeah, so what is he, like, super-strength? Because he's just like, ouch. Yeah. And runs away. It's like, um, I know vampires are pretty tough, but man, she's been taking him out left and right. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, paper cut kind of thing. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Just seems so strange.
1: Yes. And, of course, he has to drag his bloody fingers across the windows in the next room so she knows where to go to follow and drops the tomahawk and gets down the hall before Vanessa catches up. So, of course, Vanessa grabs the tomahawk and follows him.
0: I did have to say I was kind of irritated because this did happen more than once when she does that weird, like, flip with it in her hand. Right. And then you hear that, like, whoosh, whoosh you know, like air. But it's like, really? Stop. Yeah. And just the vampire voices are getting on my nerves. Yes. I can't help it. It's like, I feel like first season, they did not do that. It's like, stop making them sound like they got weird, like, static in their voice or something. I don't know. They always sound like they need a breathing treatment. Right. Ah, it's the little things that work my nerves. I can't help it. And they all look like, because now the more they show any of the vampires, like, they all have super dark circles. I don't remember that in first season at all.
1: No, we didn't see that much. But, of course, we didn't see a whole lot of the vampires up until the last couple of episodes, either.
0: That's true. So, maybe I'm just, like, choosing to not remember. Right. But let's talk about the kids, because, hey, there's still a bunch of delinquents there.
1: Yes. And a couple members of the Johnsons are at a doorway in a hall. They enter and discover the room where the delinquents are being kept. And the delinquents recognizes one of the men and want him to shoot out the window.
0: But they're like, our our main guy with the Johnsons, I don't even remember his name, if they said his name. He's like, you have to be quiet. Really? They're yelling. That's not going to help.
1: No. So the other guy stops him and tells him he's going to go find something to open the door. And he finds a pipe, and as soon as they start trying to open the door, Julius comes in and takes over.
0: Yeah. So... I mean, we knew Julius was strong from before. Right. So maybe he still has just regular strength and it's not like super
1: vampy strength. That would be a safe assumption, yes, that he, he was a boxer before. So, yes, you assume he's probably stronger than either of the Johnsons or pretty much anybody that we've run across so far, except maybe Axel.
0: Mm-hmm. But plus, I mean, he seemed a lot just bigger physically. So even yes. if he just put like all his weight on it, I think it would have, he'd have been able to break that lock.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cause he is a good six five, six seven, something like that. Right. He's, he's tall man and
0: he's probably what 200, 250. Like I'm really bad at guessing weight, but like Deadly, he looks pretty yeah, muscly. Think, yeah.
1: 250, 275, something like that. He's, and he's all muscle.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think popping that lock probably wouldn't have been too hard for him. No. But, you know, it was hard. Listening to frickin' nursery rhymes coming out of Sam's mouth, yeah. I'm, yeah. like, horrified. It, it's, oh, God. It really is horrifying, and it's weird to say that, but one of our one of our co-hosts, Jessica, just had a baby. Congratulations, Jess. But kind of when I went to go visit her, she's kind of, you know, cooing and saying nursery rhymes. And I'm like, then I hear this, and I'm like, I don't know if I can hear you talk to your baby anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I may never be able to come back. Because it was just Freaking creepy!
1: Yes, it was. Sam is so good at being super creepy, and him singing nursery rhymes just took it to a whole new level.
0: And he was singing, like, old songs, too. Right. So, yeah, we need to not have that happen anymore. Oh, you're creeping me out.
1: Yeah, because he's up on the auditorium stage behind the curtains, so Vanessa doesn't know for sure where he's at. And she's just getting, you can see the steam coming out from her ears. Right.
0: And he's like, but I want to play. Yeah. And when he says like old times, I'm assuming when he was before the vampires, when he was just crazy serial killer guy.
1: I don't think so. I think that was in reference to the hospital because she sits down and he tells her he's been playing with her the whole time and Recaps how he set up Mohammed, how he got Vanessa to kill John, and him killing Susan
0: oh, and how they kicked out those other people
1: right and this was all his plan
0: that's that's right. I kind of forgot about that, but
1: I don't know he's so weird.
0: I have to give that actor tons of credit because yes. he's got me so creeped out right
1: now <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris Hierdahl did an absolutely Fantastic job in this episode. Oh, yeah. Of course, one of the Johnsons comes into the auditorium, and Sam jumps off the stage in attacks taxi.
0: Great time in there, guy. Yeah. Maybe you could have listened to Vanessa.
1: Vanessa has to throw her tomahawk again at Sam, but this time it misses, and Sam runs off singing, Catch me if you can. Thanks, Creeper. Yeah. So she seems yeah. to be,
0: like, almost frenzied.
1: Yes, and she needs to calm down, or this will not end well. I just don't see it
0: ending well anyway.
1: Right. So we go to Axel and Doc, and apparently Axel's cravings have subsided some, as he's not tied to a tree again. They're walking through the forest, but boy, has he got an attitude. You think? Yeah. (laughs) Doc wants him to stay in the shade as much as possible and doesn't want him to have another seizure, and he basically bites her head off, and she wants to know why he has such an attitude.
0: Because I'm a vampire. What was it? I liked you better when you were a vampire. She's like, I liked you better when you were a human. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, here's a married couple fighting for you.
1: Yeah. So we go back to the school, the group has gathered the remaining delinquents in a classroom. As Felix is brought in, Of course, Vanessa takes a look at him, and Julia tells him to get their stuff and head to the front door. Johnson tries to get some information from Felix on who did this to him, and that's when Vanessa pipes up and says she knows exactly who did that. Of course, Johnson wants to know more. Vanessa says, nah, it's my problem. I'll take care of it. Well, lone wolf. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, he tells her that the kids are his problem, and he needs to get them out of there, and she needs tell him to do that as she goes off. But Johnson tells the kids to get their stuff as they're moving out, get all of them out, and Vanessa tells him that they will help kids get to safety. And Johnson goes, well, then what? And she goes, I will hunt it down and kill it.
0: I love how she keeps saying it, though. Not it as in the cloud, but it as in he can't even be called a human anymore. He's just a vicious killer animal. Yes,
1: that's Absolutely all he is. So, of course, on their journey to the compound, Julius tells Vanessa he thought it might have been Dimitri because of his mother, but the fingers threw him off. And, of course, Vanessa tells him that, no, this is, he's a vampire and he's cuckoo for Cocoa pups.
0: I'm kind of shocked she didn't explain it to him, though. Right. Like, he she was really a survivor that was with us, I, you know, and then we found out he was a serial killer. Right, And I, at that time, had too much compassion to kill him myself. I just left him for the barrels, and that was really the wrong move. Yeah. Like, he might have taken a little more pity on her, because, I mean, he seemed like he was just pissed.
1: Right. Yeah, he he was mad that somebody would do that to these kids. Right. And, and of course, he wants to go with her, and she tells him, no, you don't want to mess with this guy.
0: Yeah. He's like, well... Who is he? And so she's like, his name is Sam. And as Vanessa walks forward, he's like, good, because I'm going to kill Sam. It's like, all right, guys, we're not going to fight over it. It's not like a baseball you're going to catch. Right. But Julius, you are only human now. Vanessa's a little more so.
1: Yes, thank God.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, something that just can't be good is happening back at the Johnson compound. Right. The warning bell is going off because somebody hit the tripwire. Yes. On purpose or on accident? I'm guessing on purpose.
1: I'm guessing he didn't care one way or the other.
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm coming. Yes. And then it flashes to Muhammad, Flesh, and Lucky. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm, like, starting to freak out. And it's like, hold on. And then I was wondering, okay, is there, like, a time crunch thing happening where, like, we're flashing back. And then maybe it's going to be those three showing up at the camp. But we were not so lucky. No. We instead have Lucky starting a fire, which, okay, great, you're using your matches, but I feel like maybe some survival tips would be a little better, like... Yeah,
1: rubbing two sticks together. Yeah,
0: which I, I probably wouldn't be able to do it. I, I would have to have, like, fire starter kit or some crap, because I just would not be good at <laughs> Low this. Low torch. Yeah, I'd start a fire then. But Muhammad wakes up and, like, moves away from flesh, and he's he seems like he's doing better. Yes. And then Flesh freaks out, you know, because he screams himself awake. And Muhammad's like, wait, did you have a vampire dream? And he's like, no, it was different. But doesn't go into anything.
1: No, not at all. And all of a sudden, he tells Lucky to put out the fire. They need to find Vanessa now. Right. She's the only safe place.
0: So is he dreaming about Vanessa? Does he know she's in danger? Is it some other weird connection to the previous vampires? What is going on?
1: Right. and kind of go, okay, this is getting a little weird here because both Vanessa and Julius have mentioned this red door and now Flesh seems to be having strange dreams or something Mm -hmm. that is telling him he needs to be with Vanessa. So it's like, hmm.
0: Is it somehow that weird, dead-ish looking whatever it was like, that seemed to hear the call when Vanessa was screaming? Right. It very well could be. I still think it's got to be an ancestor or something, because why else <laughs> would that thing hear her screaming and feel it and wake up and know, you know they not show any other vampires other than the one right. she's
1: healed? Yes,
0: But that's a tinfoil hat theory for another day.
1: Yes. So the group of delinquents and the Johnsons show up at the compound Johnson signals and it isn't answered.
0: That's not a good sign.
1: No. So they immediately go into panic mode. We actually see underneath in the bunker where only a few survivors have managed to escape Sam's wrath.
0: That's pretty messed up. I'm kind of shocked yeah. he left any, but I think again, right. this might be playing with them.
1: Yes. And of course, One of the children is the one that Julius was playing with. Troy survived, who was talking to Vanessa. And I think there were a couple others. And, of course, they go into, what do we need to do? We need to fortify. And then the last person of the delinquents that felt like she had some power gets up and makes her suggestion. And Kit gets up and just puts her right in her place. You're not the boss anymore.
0: Right, gotcha. which I'm really surprised that she even tried it. It's like, I understand you were kind of big shit with the delinquents, and you decided to punish people, but a lot of those people that you punished left and went to the Johnsons. Right. So maybe you need to realize that your way was not working.
1: Right, <laughs> exactly. So you so can... the tells yeah. Julius he needs to stay and help protect the compound.
0: And that little girl grabbed Julius's hand, too.
1: Yes. Like, you're not going anywhere. No, you're not leaving me. I need you here. So he agrees. Vanessa tells him she needs to go find Sam, but they at least convince her to eat a little bit.
0: Well, they kept telling her she needed to rest and rest, sleep and right. then at least eat. And you kind of see her. She's like, fine, I'll eat. And they're like, just 30 minutes. And then it looked like she was kind of, like, knotted off at a desk. I thought right. maybe they put something in her food to knock her out.
1: Right. No, the so, only you know, force like,
0: her to sleep kind of thing.
1: Yeah, the only food there was Rice Krispie Bar, so she didn't get much. <laughs> didn't look like she ate that much. But, of course, Julius is already passed out, so she gets up and heads out. Of course, Troy and Felix are the ones assigned guard duty.
0: I think that's kind of shitty that Felix is the one who's out there. Right. I'm sorry, that poor kid, maybe you need to let him rest and, like, recover for a couple days.
1: Right. And it was a great, awkward talk between the three of them about what she was doing and how she should stay. And it was, Vanessa was totally uncomfortable with it. It was awesome. Right. And about just as she's about to go, Felix stops her and says he will do anything to help make sure that Sam gets killed.
0: That was, of course, after asking the awkward who's Mohammed question. Right. And this was so weird because she's like, pull up your sleeve. And she kind of stabbed him with the knife, but like barely is what it looked like. Right. But there was like all that blood. It's like, what the hell? That, That was like way more blood than should have been. And you had Troy kind of like, what? Like, if she had explained it to them...
1: Right. It wouldn't have been near the shock. Right.
0: So, obviously, we don't know what happened off-screen. Like, maybe after it was done, she explains it, and they're like, okay? But it just seems strange.
1: Yeah, very strange. But, of course, it made sense that she needed that little extra focus to go after Sam. And I, I thought, well, that was... Probably a smart thing to do. Right. And, of course, she goes heads out into the woods and almost immediately finds one of the fingers. So Sam is uh, leading her to his location. Big surprise there. Yeah. So we cut back to uh, Flesh and Company, and they made it to this cabin. It looked like it was almost like a fast food place, which seemed really
0: awkward to me. I'm not a camping person. Right.
1: Maybe it was and, like
0: a campground. Yeah. That had and, like a food place because why did they have ketchup containers and oil I barrels? Back, yeah. Uh,
1: cooking oil. Yeah. And at first, I thought it was the, old, the ranger station that. Oh, that they stepped visited.
0: in. Oh, okay. Yeah. They slept in, not stepped in.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And, so, and Flesh says, you're moving too slow. They need to find transportation and remembers the one that they used previously, but it was out of gas.
0: And again, Muhammad looks like he's up and, like, ready to move. Like, he's like, oh, this is totally fine. Yeah. He seems to be healing a lot quicker than I'm expecting. Yeah,
1: and Lucky tells him that, oh, I can fix that problem. I can take the cooking oil and turn it into diesel.
0: Is that a thing? Actually, (laughs) you know what? No, I lied. I know that's a thing. It'll right. really jack up the engine, right. but I remember watching something, and it was some sort of weird apocalypse survival thing that, like, Discovery had on, and he did that. Like, he said right. something about turning cooking oil, like, used cooking oil into gas, but it's not going to run forever, because, like I said, it's going to really jack up the engine, but it, it's possible. Right. Of course, I have no idea how to do it, but, like, that just seems weird. That doesn't seem to be something that everybody's going to know. No. And that's why they call her Lucky. Right. And then she kisses Flesh, and it's like, oh, or is that why they call you Lucky? I'm just yeah. asking. <laughs> and Muhammad kind of sees them he's little smile smirk, like, oh, how sweet.
1: Right. And so later on, Lucky is doing her um, diesel fuel. Her conversions, yeah. Yeah, and she asks about Muhammad, and Flesh tells her he's sleeping like a baby. And they discuss that maybe he might be getting addicted to the cocaine that they're giving him for pain.
0: Oh, so they brought it with him. Right. Oh, that explains things a little more. I assume (laughs) that, like, they didn't have that, and they were just trying to... All of a sudden, he was just healing, and it's like, this seems kind of weird.
1: Yeah, but that explains why, uh, Mohammed is, um... Kind of a cruising on his own there for a while.
0: Ah, that does make more sense.
1: <laughs> yes. And they proceed to have a little make-out session and probably more than that, but we don't have to see it. Off-screen. So we go back to Doc and Axel, and Doc knows that Axel needs to feed and once again offers feed him. And this time and he so, at least takes, up, takes her up on it. Right. He bites her and immediately spits it out. Yeah.
0: Saying it tastes like dog urine. Yeah. And my thought is, have
1: you tasted dog urine? Yeah. <laughs> how would you know how that tastes like? Because
0: <laughs> that seems to be really weird. Because at least when Dylan did it, she said it tasted like rat. Right. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe she had grabbed a rat when she was first turned and yeah, that's how she knows. But that was the most random thing to say. Yes. But surprisingly even though he knows he needs to eat or unsurprisingly he's like screw this i'm not doing this i'm not eating you right but doc decides to taste it then yeah and she looked like oh yeah that's the stuff right there it's like yeah you're worrying me doc
1: yeah <laughs> very much so so they get moving again and sure enough axel's out in front by quite a bit and steps over a log right into a bear trap. Yeah, that
0: that just looks painful. And Doc's trying to help get it off him and he like kind of pushes her away. What you know, what if she fell into another one? Then what? Right. Yeah. That is your only way to get to Vanessa. Maybe stop being a jackass. But he's gonna be a jerk, so Doc's like, fine, we need to keep keep moving. Before whoever set that trap comes back. He's like, it could have been there for years. And somehow Doc sees off on the side, like in the bushes, a way to go, I don't know, sit down, hide or whatever. Right. How are you seeing this? And it's mostly because Axel's limping. like, oh, okay, I need to stop. Right. Right.
1: And then, of course, she wants him to elevate his leg. (laughs) She's doing the doctor thing. Right. And he's going, really? I'm a vampire.
0: I don't have a sprained ankle. It's like, listen, jackass, I'm trying to do something. And of course, you know, he's calling her all sorts of very fun names. Yeah. And She's like, I'm sorry for what I did. I've been trying to make it up to everybody in the world because I've screwed up. But I need to do this. And he's like, whatever, you should just kill me. It's like, oh, my God, stop. Yes. But I failed to mention when they went through those bushes, there was a red balloon. Right. And Axel is like, ah, get off me. And Doc takes, like, that paper that was attached, and she doesn't look at it as far as we see. No. And just shoves it in her pocket. Yeah. Maybe she needs to look at that. Yeah. But...
1: We cut to Dimitri. Oh, yeah. And he's reading some Edgar Allan Poe.
0: Is that what he was reading? Yes. I did not
1: know. Yes. And one of his soldiers comes to the door. He tells him to enter, and the soldier tells him something that causes him to go into a raid.
0: Yeah, I'm going to guess that his sister is dead, is what he was told.
1: And after he throws his little temper fit, he sends the soldier off to gather an army as he says Anastasia's name.
0: So I'm guessing there's a whole lot more when he's like, I need an army. So maybe not just that his sister's dead, that somebody's moving, and who knows what's happening.
1: Right. He's, it's all revenge now for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, it's going to get ugly.
1: Yep. And so Vanessa is finally tracked down Sam's location. It's an old church. Goes in and drops the finger saying, telling him he forgot something. And of course she turns and he's on the balcony. She shoots and Sam just decides to swan dive on top of her.
0: Now, is it just me, or during this whole thing, does Sam seem to be almost like super vamp, like I was saying? Because she's yes. shooting him a bunch of times, and he doesn't seem to even fault her.
1: No, he was definitely the stronger person in this fight. Even though Vanessa got some good shots in, he was much stronger. Right, it just seemed strange
0: that it was like, okay, she can take out these other vampires with a couple shots. But this one is giving her all sorts of trouble.
1: Right. And he actually gets her in a stranglehold and starts singing goodnight to her when, fortunately, Julius is followed and shows up and starts filling him full of lead with his shotgun.
0: Yeah. Thankfully, I'm very happy that Julius followed.
1: Yes. And, of course, that puts Sam down for a minute, and then he decides he needs to get into Julius's head, too. Oh,
0: man, yeah, just, like, talking all sorts of smack.
1: Yes, his mama and what he did to his mama before he killed her, or was that after? Right, uh, yeah, it's like, okay, you deserve to die. She- yes, and of course, as Julius is about ready to blow his head off, he's out of bullets.
0: Yeah, and of course, Vanessa had been stabbed. By her own knife.
1: Multiple times.
0: But she gets up and she's fine, which again seems a little weird, but whatever.
1: Uh, That quick healing. But she takes the knife. apparently Sam has it too. Okay.
0: But she takes the knife and throws it at Sam.
1: Right. So. She pulls it out of her stomach and throws it at him.
0: He's, of course, ow. And goes up to the attic, the bell tower, whatever. Right. And Vanessa and Julius follow, and he's talking crap and. You know, Sam's like, why won't you die? And she's like, why won't you die? And he jumps out the window. But my question to you is Is it only like her saliva that changes him? Because with her blood in him, because she took that knife, covered in her blood, and stabbed him with it, shouldn't that change him back? Wow, you're right. Or is it something in her actual saliva, not blood? It must
1: be something in the saliva that does.
0: No. Rewind. It can't be. Because the vampire in the first season. Drink her blood from the blood bank.
1: Right. That's right. So I'm really confused. It's got to be a combination of both blood and the saliva. I'm so confused right now. I know that that, you're right. That doesn't make any sense at all.
0: Because it happened super fast when she bit Julius. Right. Because like we said, he decided to jump out the window and he was, Sam was laughing the whole way down, assuming that that he wasn't going to die.
1: Right. Yeah, no, as soon as we see him up there, he goes to that window and looks. Right. right? And you go, oh, Sam, you sly dog, you!"
0: But if he has his blood in her, because that vampire from the first season who drank it from uh,
1: the the blood bank, it it
0: wasn't right away. Did he change right away? Now I can't remember because that was early on in the season.
1: It didn't take too long for him to, to change back.
0: So maybe it's possible that he's changing but he hadn't changed by the time he hit the ground.
1: Oh, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, because he hits the ground and they go to the window and see him lying there, figuring that it finally killed him. So, they go downstairs, come out the door and Sam is gone.
0: Yeah, that's a head scratcher right now.
1: It really is cuz I was thinking you know, about that. four or five shotgun shells to the body. All the fighting with Vanessa, falling out a two-story window, no big deal.
0: Yeah, but her blood.
1: Right. Now, that that's definitely got a a big question mark there as to will that actually affect him or not.
0: You guys need to keep this story straight because you're messing with
1: me. (laughs) You might have to ask them about that. I think so. So we go back to Doc and Axel, and Doc wakes from a nightmare, pulls out the note, from the red balloon, and scribbles something on, bites her finger so she has something to write with, and writes it down, scribbles it out, whatever on the paper. Axel wants to know what it is, and she's not going to tell him. Well, I feel like she doesn't really know. Right. Because he looks yeah, at has it. no idea. Yeah, she, he finally pulls it away from her and tells her he knows this place and where it is. It's like, okay, what is this? Yeah. It's got to be something uh, to do with the military, I would think. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Right. And speaking of military, Dimitri pays a visit to Julius's former army, I guess you could call them, Mm -hmm. and informs them that he has been turned. And they seem really ticked off. Right. And one actually goes to attack Dimitri and... He just ripped off his lower jaw. Yeah.
0: It's like, whoa. Okay, then.
1: Quick work out of that. I don't think you're healing from that. No, you're not coming back from that one. And, of course, he tells them that he needs a legion, and the beast that turned their master must be stopped.
0: And they all start weirdly scream howling.
1: Right. So I guess that's their version of yes. Yeah, because they didn't all do it at once at first. It was one did it, and then another one started in, and another one started in. Until they all were doing the same thing.
0: And then they all bent the knee. Yes. (laughs) Hmm, Very Game of Thrones of you. (laughs) I thought so. (laughs) And the final scene. The final weirdness.
1: Yes. is Vanessa's about to leave. Julius is wanting to track Sam. And she goes, no. I got something else I need to do. He goes, well, how could that be? What is it? Oh, I can't explain it, but its visions.
0: Oh, yeah, and then he's just like, you mean the Red Door? What? What is this? Yes. What is happening?
1: And he follows her, and we get to see the Red Door finally, as Big Rock Candy Mountain is playing. Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that just
0: seems like a bad sign.
1: Yes, it does. And on the door is... A sign that says quarantine, no admittance. Which, of course, we know is always a bad sign. Yeah, and red flashing lights, and yeah, no, this is not something I would want to go running to.
0: No. What's behind the door? Will we find out? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I want to know, really, what you guys think about the blood in Sam. Now, does this mean he's going to be changed back or what? Let us know your thoughts on the whole episode, the series just in general, some of the things we talk about, or if we got something completely wrong and we missed it, email us at scifitalk at com, and please rate and review us too, Whatever you find us on iTunes or any other platform, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Please tell your friends and hopefully you are enjoying the show and our podcast. Don't forget to tweet along with us every weekday, weekday, weekday night when we're watching the show. I don't even know words anymore. and. Of course, you can always send us emails. And is there fanfic about this? I have a big question. Are you one of those people that have fanfic for this? Send this to us because Miss Jessica is taking a time out from work because she just had a baby. And she will happily read all of your fanfic because she loves that sort of thing. And she will put it up if you give us permission or she will review it if you want her to. So you send it all over to us, sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Check out fangirlzone.com. And Steve will always be there tweeting with you because, unfortunately, my work schedule usually sucks. But we will be there for you every week with the show. Absolutely. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I
1: am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Why won't you just die? I was thinking the same thing about you. And until next time.